100 years ago in 1920, the 19th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States was signed into law and officially granted 20 million American women the right to vote. This mass expansion in voting rights was the result of generations of intense activism known as the women's suffrage movement that has had a lasting legacy on the continued fight for equality in America. In recognition of the struggles and achievements of a once disenfranchised majority, Preservation Maryland is honored to present our contribution to the national efforts illuminating this important history, Ballot and Beyond. Hello, I'm Diana Bailey, Executive Director of the Maryland Women's Heritage Center. We're thrilled to partner with Preservation Maryland by expanding the Ballot and Beyond podcast project with stories of valiant Maryland women who worked for suffrage. In addition to featuring suffragists, several of these new podcasts also represent significant women whose historic contributions and achievements have led to their induction into the Maryland Women's Hall of Fame. Our mission at the Maryland Women's Heritage Center is to add her story to history to tell our story in all aspects of our lives. We are especially concerned with representing the critical intersectionality of race and gender in the history of the suffrage movement. As new documentation comes to light, we are sharing the important contributions of African Americans and many other diverse women and men who sought equality, inclusion, and justice for all. Enjoy the podcast and continue to share their stories. Ballot and Beyond, Harriet Tubman. This episode of Ballot and Beyond, contributed by the Maryland Women's Heritage Center, is adapted from a biographical sketch of Harriet Tubman, written by the scholar Dr. Kate Clifford Larson. The reader is Jean Thompson, a volunteer researcher with the Maryland Women's Heritage Center. Though she is best known for her heroism on the Underground Railroad, the abolitionist Harriet Tubman also was an advocate for women's rights and equality. She was born into slavery in Dorchester County, Maryland in 1822. She endured physical and emotional abuse from her various enslavers and long separations from her family beginning at the age of six. While a young teen, she was nearly killed by a blow to her head when an angry overseer threw a two-pound weight intending to strike someone else. The injury left her with debilitating headaches and epileptic episodes featuring visions and aural sensations. Profoundly spiritual, Tubman interpreted these seizures as messages from a supreme power that guided and protected her. Tubman escaped enslavement in the fall of 1849 with the help of a network of people who provided shelter and aid for the arduous journey she arrived in Philadelphia. There she worked as a domestic, earning money for her support and to fund her missions back to Maryland to free her friends and her family. Over the next 11 years, Tubman liberated roughly 70 people in about 13 dangerous trips through woods, marshes, farmland, and rivers back to Maryland's eastern shore. During those years, 
She met distinguished abolitionists and some of the nation's leading women's rights advocates, including Lucretia Mott, Susan B. Anthony, and Martha Coffin Wright. In 1858, some of them helped Tubman purchase a home in Auburn, New York, from then U.S. Senator William Henry Seward and his wife, Frances Miller Seward. Though Tubman was considered a fugitive from the law and was at risk of re-enslavement, she spoke out against slavery and in favor of women's rights at public meetings. She appeared at suffrage gatherings, including one in Boston in 1860. During the Civil War, Tubman joined the United States Army in South Carolina, marshaling widespread acclaim for her work as a spy, scout, teacher, and nurse. After the war, she asked the U.S. government for a veteran's pension equal to that paid to male soldiers. Her request for equal pay was denied. Tubman continued to speak at women's rights conventions until the early 1900s. During one meeting, she spoke of the Civil War and the unrecognized, brave, and fearless deeds of women who sacrificed all for their country and moved in battle when bullets mowed down men. She asked the audience, if those deeds do not place women as man's equal, what do? When interviewed at the turn of the 20th century, Tubman noted that she had been a member of Miss Anthony's organization, the National Women's Suffrage Association. Tubman maintained friendships with many early suffragists, even as they split between two rival organizations. The rift occurred when the 15th Amendment of 1870 enabled black men to vote, but did not secure equal rights for women. Tubman championed the activism of black women leaders in responding to the racism they confronted in the predominantly white National Women's Suffrage Association. In 1896, Tubman was a featured speaker at a convention called in Washington, D.C. to unify black women's groups and create the National Association of Colored Women. The audience of distinguished black civil reformers, businesswomen, and educators filled every seat and standing room in the aisles. When she was introduced as Mother Tubman, the women rose and greeted her with the waving of handkerchiefs and the clapping of hands in an ovation that endured for a full minute. The black suffragist Mary Burnett Talbert visited Tubman in Auburn during the winter of 1913. It was at a home for the aged that Tubman had raised funds to build. Near death, Tubman urged Talbert to tell the women to stand together, for God will never forsake us. The message was directed at the larger women's rights community to overcome racial animosity in pursuit of a common goal. 
Harriet Tubman died a month later, on March 10, 1913, and was buried at Fort Hill Cemetery in Auburn, New York. Thank you to our many Maryland's Heritage Center volunteers who researched, edited, and brought these stories to the community by reading these podcasts. Researchers and historians are always seeking information about women and their stories. Our efforts to find and document their contributions is ongoing. If you have letters, articles, memorabilia from your past or in your attic or basement, please share with us so that we can continue to fill in the unsung heroine stories for a richer understanding of Maryland women and their contributions to our history. To donate materials or to make a financial gift in support of this work, please visit ballotandbeyond.org. When you're there, you can also listen to biographies from Season 1 and see historic images and transcripts from each episode. If you're inspired by these remarkable women, please share this podcast with your friends, family, colleagues, and students. And rate us on Apple Podcasts or head over to preservecast.org to make a donation. Thank you. Ballot and Beyond is a multimedia history project powered by Preservation Maryland and our award-winning podcast, PreserveCast. It's produced with financial support from Gallagher, Evelius, and Jones, Attorneys at Law, and the Maryland Historical Trust. With a Heritage Fund grant from Preservation Maryland and the Maryland Historical Trust, Season 2 was researched, written, and read by the Maryland Women's Heritage Center.